G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Hey, with a second round of COVID-19 biting hard in Victoria and getting a foothold in other states too, some of us are dreaming about an end to the pandemic or re-entry into the real world of a new normal may not be as easy for many Australians who are wondering about life after lockdown. Going to our favourite cafe, hugging family and friends, catching a train, going to dinner parties, even going to church, will all be different. Well, changes in our workplace may be significant, and our work life is likely to change. Adapting to change is a challenge for each one of us. Now, we all know it is real because we're constantly reminded of the rise in anxiety and the challenge for mental health. Now, whether it's work and career or whether it's the grief of losing a loved one or whether we're challenged to meet financial commitments or dealing with landlords and the banks, well, we may not find it so easy to cope with change unless we are well prepared. And so that's where we're headed today in our conversation, getting a strategy, dealing with sudden change. Our special guest taking us through some conversation about this issue today is Dr. Jeannie Trudell. Jeannie is President and CEO at Christian Heritage College in Brisbane. Jeannie Trudell, a special welcome along to 2020. Thank you, Neil. It's a pleasure to to be with you and the listeners. Hey, Jeannie, when we talk about sudden change, uh, the arrival of this change, uh, early 2020, it was a shock to all of us. And as the headlines appear every day, there are more shocks that are happening almost moment by moment. What are your thoughts about the idea of the arrival of sudden change? That's is our new reality that that change is a constant and i love what the bible says about how god is the same yesterday today and forever um, because that's that's our anchor change can happen in us around us but we don't need to be shaken and 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 for me when i think about change i also think about pivoting this is a great word that that seems to be in, in very popular this day um, these days, and we think about pivot as in 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 um, like a sudden change, but really pivoting is about our reaction to change, and it's actually not about sudden change and sudden transformation. Um, it's it's more about like a series of decisions that lead to transformation. And, and we do have some control over what we do, maybe not circumstances, but over our reactions and what we do. 
So the challenge here in meeting sudden change, and some of us who've been subjected to the shocks that have come along with COVID-19, is not so much uh, all of a sudden one day you do something one way, the next day you've gone 180 degrees and gone in an opposite direction. So when you talk about that word pivot, uh, which will be an important conversation uh, piece in our discussion today, the idea of changing slowly or by increments, that's more what you're intending when you say, if you're going to adjust, uh, don't change everything 180 degrees, but uh, keep in mind that you've got a strategy to change, but do it incrementally. Is that what you're saying? That is sort of what I'm saying. Well, let, let me give, give, give an illustration. One of the, my favorite characters in the Bible is Joseph. And Joseph is a young man, you know, at, at age 17. His brothers were against him. He had these grand um, dreams and ideas, etc. You know, the moon and the stars bowing to, 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 to him. And sudden change came about when he was dropped into an old cistern. Right? And, and, and he's alone, he's scared, his will has turned upside down, his hope for salvation to be rescued, instead of being rescued, he was actually sold as a slave. Now that, I think, was very sudden change. But what I want to focus on a little bit, perhaps using him as, as an example, is that there were things that, were, that happened beyond his control, just like our current situation with COVID. We want the old life. We want the, 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 the old normal, but God has en- enabled us to cope with the new normal. So what did Joseph do? He was sold into Potiphar's household, and he could do one of two things. He could just have been a slave that did the minimum of what was expected. But instead, I believe that he was not only obedient, but he took to doing things, whatever he was given with excellence. So he rose in Potiphar's household. And then, you know, just when he thought things were going well, he got wrongly accused and he's thrown into prison. Now, again, same thing. Beyond his control, his world turned upside down. Now, he, not, not only, you know, was he a slave, but now he's in prison. What do you think, you know, if it were me, I probably would have, I, I don't know what I would have done, but he acted in a way where he did the best. He served with excellence and was given even... Uh, leadership responsibilities within that prison. And I'm just looking at him. How can someone have that strength of character to turn something bad into something where he was serving God with excellence? And he was willing to try different things. The baker and the, um, um, what was the other guy? The, 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 the uh, two men who came to him. Yep, yep. the butcher, yep. the baker, the yep. candlestick maker is what usually you get to <laughs> laugh about with this sort of thing when you're talking about the others Robert in Dubbed Joseph. Up. Yeah, that's it. Yep, so, but yes, there were a number of uh, different uh, personalities like the baker. And uh, yes, so give us some insight here into uh, to Joseph in, in, in uh, comparison to these other ones. So the two men came to Joseph. Now, the thing is, Joseph wouldn't have known about them unless he actually reached out, right? And he, he, he was in the prison. He was given uh, charge over prisoners. So these two men came to him and said, oh, we have got dreams and we don't know what it means, etc. And here's where uh, Joseph did something he hasn't done before. He asked them, you know, I haven't done this before, but don't you think my God can, can, can do this for you to interpret your dreams? So he interpreted dreams 
And he thought, well, we'll see what happens. But God makes him wait. It was about two years before he was called to Pharaoh uh, because one of the uh, Pharaoh's men was released from prison and, and told the Pharaoh about, about uh, Joseph's ability to interpret dreams. And from then onwards, we know that he was, he was shot to great leadership um, um, fame, becoming uh, um, uh, Pharaoh's second-hand uh, man in charge of the whole land. But when you look at it, from age 17 until 30, he was a slave and he was a prisoner for years. But his approach to, to those unimaginable uh, um, uh, changes in his life, he trusted God and he stepped out in faith and he was so faithful. So I think that, that, that the primary lessons when I look at Joseph was circumstances will come and it can, it, it can throw you into a tailspin and you'll be wondering what to do. But there's always opportunities in the midst of suffering and, and, and change. What is it that God is asking us to do? And how do we want to respond? And, and my question to our listeners is that, we, um, are, do you have a slave mentality where, where you are enslaved by circumstances and, and, and things beyond your control? Or are you a steward of what God has placed before you? Wow. You know, when you think of the circumstances that Joseph was in, those were circumstances that probably none of us listening to our conversation will ever get to that point. Thrown into jail, basically in those <laughs> days they could have you know, locked him up and thrown away the key, uh, never right. to be released. That could have been his lot, that he could have been jailed for life and therefore the end of Joseph's story. But as you say, God enabled him to cope with the new normal. And there was a brighter day that was coming, but Joseph couldn't have seen that brighter day. But even though he couldn't see the brighter day ahead and being elevated to 2IC under Pharaoh, uh, he was contented there to serve in the capacity that he was in, knowing that God was still in control because he had that vision from God. This sort of thing, having a vision, having a dream as Joseph did, that's, I think, an important element. What are your thoughts here, Jeannie? For those listeners today who are thinking, well, I don't have the sort of dream that Joseph did. How do I get one of those? That's a great question, isn't it? Um, it comes back to, to what we believe about, about God's um, uh, role in our lives. Each of us have a purpose. Each of us have been given um, a calling and who are we to, to, to minister to? It doesn't have to be the ruler of a, of, of a country, but in, in our everyday lives, each of us have been given responsibilities. If you're a parent, then you parent to the best of your abilities. For this season, what is God asking you to do in terms of feeding and nurturing the, the, the ones under your care? If you're serving, wherever you're serving, whether it's paid or unpaid, you've got a circle of influence. What is God allowing you to do? It's not about us. So even something as simple as, 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 as picking up a phone call and checking in on someone, that could be your, 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 your calling. Your dreams does, don't, do not have to have this incredible, wow, you know, uh, big thing. But just like with, with Joseph, when he had to, when he had to take care of uh, the prisoners, for instance, or when he was serving at Potiphar's household, what did he do? He probably started by, by doing the cleaning toilets, you know, mm -hmm. cleaning after other people. There's, 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 
there's honor in that. There's honor in whatever little thing that you think that you have to do because there's something else that God's going to use you for. And those initial small steps could be building blocks to the next assignment. So you may have lost a job, you may have had your working hours cut, you feel as though somehow or other you've been left out to dry. Uh, But you're encouraging us today, Jeannie, that we can glean from the Bible uh, the idea that this is not the end, but you can, if you can see the hand of God in that, you can then have an expectation that he can also deliver you from that and move you into a different direction. A biblical perspective on life culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision Christian Radio. Our special guest this hour is Dr. Jeannie Trudell. She's president and CEO at Christian Heritage College in Brisbane. We're talking about change, when change happens, when the shock, as has happened with COVID-19, affects us in our lives and shock leads us on to a new normal. What is God doing in all of that? Well, I do want to ask you uh, to contribute to our conversation. Our talkback line open on 1-800-316-316. You might have your own thoughts, your own experience. You might have your own heartfelt prayer that you've been praying in your own circumstances or for those members of your family. Uh, Jeannie, let's move this conversation along just a little because when you are caught in tough times or there are members of your family who are really doing it tough right now, feeling that anxiety that comes with the change that's happened with COVID-19, what are your thoughts for making those changes we've been talking about? We talked about incremental change that leads into a new direction. What do you, how do you think people ought to be responding now if they're right in the middle of hardship? Neil, if I could share a story from my own experience. Um, at one point, I didn't have a job and I was um, staying at home and it was a, a huge change to, to, to my thought processes. I prayed about um, asking the Lord to show me what is it that I could do to, 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 to one, um, uh, encourage someone, and two, that I don't lose um, uh, some sort of um, uh, involvement in, in, in the workforce in a sense. Um, I, 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 I was led to this little shop in, in, in outside of Boston, and was this lady who was uh, um, she was doing it tough, and she was a sole owner of of, of a small uh, children's consignment or resale shop. I, I went to her and I said, "Hey, um, may I may I volunteer in your shop? I just want to help you." And um, she couldn't believe it. It's like, why would you want to do that? I said, well, it looks like you need the help and I can organize, you know, um, uh, clothes for you and, and do whatever that, that you'd like me to do. I can tell you that that, that particular experience of volunteering um, and not getting paid for a job led this woman. She became a Christian. She accepted Christ. I couldn't have told, you know, told that, yeah, foresee that that would happen. But it was like just being obedient to what God would have for me, and 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 that led to led to salvation for somebody. And 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 so my encouragement to to our viewers is uh, is this: there are ways to 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 bless others and also to 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 keep our eyes on God. There might be opportunities to reskill. Uh, Christian Heritage College offers degrees. 
And we, we've had students who come in and said, um, I want to become a teacher. Um, you know, I was, I was doing something else before. So what is the Lord, what, what doors would God be opening for you that you need to steward and not be a slave? Wow. So reskilling is going to be one of those things that you might think to do rather than just crawl under a rock or back into your shell, because it's very tempting, isn't it, when your world seems to be falling down around you to retreat into your living room or to your bedroom and put on the latest Netflix movie or whatever it might be and and try and wait until the storm passes. But what you're saying is... This idea of reskilling, which you could do by a further study, uh, or you could do by volunteering in the capacity that you did, and that had an enormous effect on the lady that you volunteered for. So uh, these ideas of, of crawling under a rock and waiting till the storm passes, that's not a Christian response. Is there a black and white here, Jeannie? The Christian response is not to crawl into your shell. I, I, I'm not sure I would characterize a, a Christian response as, as, as having to do things a certain way. I think that, that there are seasons in our lives. Um, Elijah had to crawl into a cave and, and had a, have a pity party before God says, hey, hang on a moment. Um, um, I know you're feeling sorry for yourself, but I already have a plan. You need to find a successor. So I think that, 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 that for many of us, um, uh, the react, the first response to shock is, is to kind of, 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 of retreat and, 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 and it's okay to f- feel sorry for yourself because that's a normal human response. But then God can do that, do something else in us and cause us to look up and, and, and look at other opportunities. Reskilling is one, one way of, 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 of thinking, okay, if God shuts this door, what else am I good for? What, what other skills can I use? Volunteering is definitely uh, one way of doing that. Now, I know with COVID, it's hard to actually be out there, etc. Um, uh, uh, even volunteering can, can be difficult. But if volunteering means that you call on a number of people who might not um, have community, if that would help, that would be great. Uh, upskilling short courses, find out something that you were interested in before. Like if you're creative and you want to, to, to upskill on digital marketing, find something, to, uh, find a short course that you can upgrade and, and, and volunteer your, your new skills. Um, and then looking at even our own community, who, who are the ones in need? Can you cook a meal? Can you um, uh, even uh, refer somebody and connect other people? There's so many different ways if we're open to doing what, um, what might be a, a little uncomfortable, um, but it could lead to something else uh, for your future. I imagine that people have a pity party at different sorts <laughs> of levels. Uh, and, you know, I think there'll be so many listening to us uh, relieved to say that having the pity party actually may be a part of our normal human response. Uh, but the pity party that's ongoing, that might be where we've got a problem. What about emerging from this pity party? And you might have some more on your own story here, uh, Jeannie, when you were when you were you know in between jobs, let's uh, use that nice terminology. Uh, but you realised that unless you did something, uh, you would somehow lose your confidence, lose the edge that you had, and so you realised that you needed to do something. Uh, give us some insights here into emerging from a pity party. 
Yes, that's a great, great comment, uh, Neil. There, there, there are times when people are so, so deep um, in in the cistern, so to speak, where it's hard to pull yourself up, and that's where I would highly um, encourage uh, uh, people to seek professional counseling because that can help you get get um, uh, perspective. Because not everyone can 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 just pick up themselves and and go, but in between, as I said earlier, in in in, in d- during our time together that pivoting is not one major transformative episode, but it could be a series of small decisions. Sometimes for for, for a person, just getting up and deciding to get dressed, that that is a huge, gigantic leap forward. So for different people, it could be different. But if you have had difficulty in getting up and getting dressed, that would be that would be a huge step forward. Um, finding out who you know in in terms of your community, sometimes you just have to have to reach out to someone and say, "Hey, I I, I need some help here. Um, it is not I, I can't do it alone." Yesterday, I had a, a conversation with a friend who who who, who is in the U.S. and um, uh, her mother's dying, and she was at her mother's bed. And and this is a friend who had been um, uh, really struggling and hadn't reached out to anyone. The fact that she texted me and say, "Hey, um, my 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 mom is in a bad way." I called her straight away, and that conversation ended with a prayer. I felt like I was doing something to to encourage a friend who is in need. Now, did I transform her? No, but did I? Hopefully, I encourage her in her walk. And I think reaching out and not just um, going it, going it alone uh, can be very helpful. And I imagine that when you bring a spirituality into the connections that you have, when you are supporting a friend or doing volunteering, uh, you don't want people to do that just uh, you know uh, on a whim, but in some sense to have that as a pressing into what God would have you do, even though you haven't seen how the outcome might work. Uh, the idea, and we, and we haven't got much time, but uh, just a quick thought or two here on keeping God at the centre of what you do when you're emerging from your pity party. Oh, that is so good. I, I love that. And, and, and the, my favorite story is, is Elijah. You know, his pity party ended because he, he listened to the small, still voice of God. And, and I think God reassuring uh, him and us that, yes, we matter. He loves us. And, 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 and pressing in, okay, God, if I matter to you, show me what's next. Having that personal relationship with, with God through Jesus is key to, to, to any a pandemic or any, anything that we go through in life. Because um, when we press in into God and seek Him, it will change our perspective. We won't see just the pandemic or just the uh, difficult times. We will see something more than what's going on around us. And I, I, I love that, 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 that sense of intimacy uh, with my relationship with God, because if not for Him, I wouldn't be doing what I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing now. It, it's, it's, sometimes things don't make sense when you're going through it. But you know that if you're faithful and do things with excellence and serve so well, whatever it is that you're doing, God will open the, the right doors and you will find that nothing is wasted. I repeat this, this point. Sometimes we feel like we're on, on hold. And, 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 and life has, has, has paused and we have been left on the shelf. Yet it is 
those times, even even in those times and 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 good times, it's God reassures us in His in His kingdom. There's nothing wasted. The lessons learned from the difficult times. And, 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 and the good times actually shapes us. It prepares us for, 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 to go further and deeper into, into our calling, into our um, uh, life of service and life of purpose. Our special guest is Dr. Jeannie Trudell. Jeannie is president and CEO at Christian Heritage College in Brisbane. She loves getting into the issues like conflict management. She loves learning a variety of different languages. Her passion is for people. And, of course, she's in the education sector. And so we're talking through some issues today which are relevant to all of us as we think about how our lives will change, how we'll upskill for the next phase in our life. Uh, Jeannie, as we talk about the Joseph story, as we began to unpack in that past segment just before the news, there was something special about Joseph. He had an eye on new opportunities. And perhaps when you've been locked up and perhaps someone has forgotten you and thrown away the key and you're at a low point in your life, you can assume that there are no new opportunities. But he was looking for new opportunities even in the depths of prison. What are your thoughts for us today keeping an eye on how new opportunities may well be just around the corner? That's a, a great question, Neil. Um, and I'm reminded again that, that the, the, the pandemic has given us uh, opportunities as well as suffering. And think about the, the, in, in these terms, whole organizations are going to working from home. Uh, that's a that, that that that's a new way of doing things. Um, in terms of, of of some of the businesses that 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 used to uh, distill uh, liquor, they have produced hand sanitize hand sanitizer, and um, uh, um, restaurants uh, cooking meals for 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 those in need as as a, a, a change. There are opportunities, and I love that even with Joseph. Remember, he was. He didn't have to deal with famine before, but when he rose to leadership, uh, it was a rude awakening because he had to, when, after he interpreted the dreams of Pharaoh, he knew that that was going to be seven years of plenty and seven years of, of famine. Um, so they were, they were also subjected to, to circumstances that, that were not of their making, but he helped the nation save up grain and, every, and, 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 and food to last for that seven-year famine to the extent that other nations had, 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 had come, you know, including his, his family, who came to Egypt seeking food. So how are we in, in, in this age, how do we... Uh, look at, 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 at things for the future. How do we look at opportunities for the future? There are jobs that are, are, are not created yet, but as a result of what we're going through, there will be new positions. What are they going to be? And I think that the working from home, the technology uh, um, areas are, are, are ones to, to, to look out for. And looking at what the government 
government is doing in terms of 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 the job ready package and the proposals that definitely is 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 um, um, some that there are some um, uh, jobs uh, areas uh, job areas that that the government is focused on um, teacher education is one of them the 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 science and agriculture is uh, is is a, an, another piece so there are a number of, of of places where there will be openings and some that 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 are yet to be created so how do we position ourselves in order to 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 look forward to the future i think we cannot do that uh separate from our looking at what um um what doors god opens for us and that includes our own um gifting so find out if you don't know what you're gifted at and what what your talents and 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 and, and um uh capacity is i think it would be good to to kind of 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 um uh, think about those uh, in, in in this particular season. Wow! Yes, and uh, that's where it comes to trusting others who know you well, perhaps to yes. be able to pinpoint those things and uh, that that sort of conversation about where do I go, where do I move forward, and how do I communicate with those who are close to me. That sort of idea of wisdom in the multitude of counsellors, and you might be able to offer your wisdom to someone else who's doing that same search. Hey, let me just ask you here, let's just focus a little more on Joseph for a few moments because you've raised some important points uh, for people who are not only in their family situation but also in business. Uh, when Joseph was in prison and looking for opportunities, uh, as you say, we need to wait on God. Well, he had a vision or interpretation of a, a dream which was an economic interpretation you know that whole seven years of plenty mm-hmm. uh, seven years of famine the preparation for that uh, as something that came from god uh, this idea of simple things like having a quiet time each day where you actually do pause and wait to hear from god because sometimes we're not in that sort of we're not in that sort of habit and uh, i'm constantly encouraging our listeners to be in a habit of having a prayer time of reading from the Bible, of being connected with your local church so that you might be in a place where you can hear from God. That's going to be an important element, Jeannie, in the times to come. If you're feeling you're at a low point, putting yourself in a place where you can hear from God. That is so critical, Neil. It's you. You. You've got. You've got such a great point about how our lives are so taken up by everything that's going around us, and 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 being, you know, almost twenty four seven on the new cycle. Taking time to actually pause and ask God, or or just be in His presence, is 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 so critical to to mental health, to direction through. Uh, for purpose, for everything in life, because if if we are right with God, our attitudes are going to be right. And very often, when when we find ourselves more anxious and and more uncertain, that's that's the point where we really do do need uh, uh, um, God's presence and, and and His direction and 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 um, that that relationship with Him is so important. Don't give up on that. And Jeannie, you're right in the middle of all of this yourself too, given the crisis situation, because as I introduced you earlier as the CEO, the president of Christian Heritage College in Brisbane. Now, it's a wonderful uh, college, uh, ministry training college, but it's more than that. You're studying in social sciences and uh, you've got a business 
uh, faculty uh, under your care uh, and you're training school teachers and all of a sudden COVID-19 hits. Uh, I imagine that you were thrown into turmoil too because, uh, you know, international students and uh, students all of a sudden having to do all of their studies online. You were one who was thrust into all sorts of challenges uh, just in these months before. And so this idea of pivoting, this idea of waiting for God as to new directions, this is something very much a part of what you're doing right now. Completely, and and I'm smiling as as I I I, I hear I listen to you because um, in all of our lives, I, I don't think anyone is immune to the changes. But when I look at how we've been positioned, I'm very very thankful because the 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 CHC has been doing online uh, online learning for 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 a while now. But uh, there's opportunity in the midst of this pandemic. We had to switch very quickly from from face to face classes, a mix of face to face and uh, online classes, to completely online. And there were some people, uh, some 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 uh, staff who had never worked completely online before. But we all did that together, and it was it was an uh, uh, amazing opportunity for us to move forward into future because we know that, that, that online learning is, is, is very much a, a part of, 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 of the trend across the nation and across the globe for training, for, for, for learning. So it was an opportunity that, 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 that came and we took it. And there's, there's always a sense of we have to be on our feet um, and trust God because at any moment things can change. And being ready and, 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 and having an agile mindset. That is key. We didn't cover this earlier, but seriously, a lot of, of, of um, how we cope, the, to, to the degree that we cope well, has a lot to do with our mindset. Whether we are open to change, whether we, we, we um, uh, consider ourselves adaptable, that, would be, that, that, that actually impacts on the rate of change and your ability to manage change. And I see that with my staff. They were open to change. And, and it's, it's been an exciting journey because I can see, I can see God working um, in us and through us as, as, as a community so that we can serve students more effectively. And the care of, of others, you know, checking in on, on students and on each other. We've had rich times of, 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 of prayer on, on, on um, uh, Zoom or Teams. You know, everything's done online. And it's been, it's, it's, it's been a journey of discovery, and it's exciting. We have that opportunity to do things differently. I know there'll be listeners hearing you reflect on that and you're reflecting on what's happening in the organisation you lead and they'll be thinking of their own business, uh, their own, in fact, they may be in management level positions or they're an employee and they're thinking, where's the business going that we're a part of here? But there's a certain sense in which Christians have always had an entrepreneurial streak And it's something to do with our spirituality, our hope and our trust in God for a good outcome that gives us an ability to take a risk. This entrepreneurialism, at a time when you're in crisis, when things have slowed down, when when everything seems to have stopped, uh, what is it about that entrepreneurial spirit that needs to rise, where you need to actually trust God, where you need to actually have your entrepreneurial spirit at work because others will benefit greatly from it? What are your thoughts around Christians and entrepreneurism? I think we're positioned so well for this because we have we have creativity and we... we 
um, as 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 we lean into into God, we can get all sorts of amazing ideas. Now, out of all those ideas, maybe just one will work, but that's all we need. I was also going to to, to share with our listeners that um, do not fear failure. Because I think that, that there's an expectation that everything we try should result in success. But nowhere in the Bible does it say that, 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 that because you're a Christian, you would expect success. Um, for me, it's, again, it's the mindset. I think it's, it's not so much um, thinking about failure, but thinking about how we can learn in order to position ourselves for the next assignment. So if you're in a business now or in a job where you think that, that the, the, the opportunities are limited or, or, or that you've lost a job, it's not so much about your failing or, 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 or not succeeding. It's more a matter of, okay, if that door closes, what else is there that's not been explored where there is a need? And as Christians, um, as believers, we can get, a, an, a, we do have an edge. It's like depending on God to say and, and ask God, what is it that you would have us do that would serve others well? And what would what would that look like? So being open and being, um, uh, um, I, I think, thinking, um, uh, 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 being able to brainstorm and, and, and taking risks. Uh, people's uh, approach to risk-taking is that they want a, a, a 100% uh, no-fail uh, uh, process. But I think that in trusting God, you take everything and then you learn from it and then you position yourself um, more um, effectively for the future. Does that make sense? It makes sense. And if you're thinking of your own workplace, it makes all the more sense. And let me just press in a little bit deeper here, because I suspect that in boardrooms around Australia, as uh, there are a lot of listeners today perhaps have their own uh, position on uh, management, leadership uh, in boardrooms when it comes to the business that they're a part of, I suspect there's been a lot of fractured relationships as people have had a meltdown when business is drying up and uh, the bills keep, keep coming in. And, uh, and I imagine that a lot of, you know, CEOs, jobs are on the line. Hey, if you're not hitting the mark, well, it's time for someone new. What it means, I guess, is that those who have an aspiration to leadership, uh, and we might even put the Joseph uh, from the Bible into this position, that uh, that he was not afraid to speak his mind and to come up with a plan that was going to be beneficial for the company. Uh, in this house, uh, you know, in this case, uh, you know, Pharaoh and the and the running of the Egyptian kingdom, there's a certain sense in which opportunities are going to be there because some will not be able to hold under their position because of the dreadful things that have happened within their business. Any thoughts here on a, on a biblical Christian perspective about hope and aspiration? That's, a, that, that's also another great question. Um, hope and aspirations, it, it's great to be ambitious, but who are we ambitious for? Is it the kingdom or ourselves? If we're ambitious for ourselves, then absolutely devastating if we if if we don't have a clear path to leadership or be successful in whatever position that we have but if we're ambitious for the kingdom or um, the hopes and aspirations rest in God then there will be a sense I think more of a sense of peace about uh, 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 about the future that is not to be feared is to be embraced yes there's uncertainty and that's okay but in terms of looking at the future it's it's more of okay where am I um, best use what um, are, are the gifts and skills that, that that could position me 
for those who 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 live for a a position there there would there could be a lot more disappointment in the sense that if if the organization doesn't succeed and 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 uh, or the business doesn't succeed then the identity if your identity is in 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 that job or or that particular um uh, organization then it'll be harder to to come out of it but i assure you that that in god's economy it's not about failure it's not about lack it is about uh, approaching things in the right frame of mind and 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 proceeding um with the heart for service and for the expansion of god's kingdom Okay, let me just bring us to the Facebook question that I've been asking listeners to respond to today. And uh, it's our poll that asks the question, if the Bible's Joseph in Egypt focused only on his problems, could he have missed elevation to 2IC in Pharaoh's kingdom? And I've got to tell you at this point in the poll, 88% of listeners who've responded to that poll so far, 88% say, yes, he could have missed elevation. 12% are saying no, and I suspect that's because they're saying, well, here we are talking about a, a biblical story and uh, speculating as to what might have happened because uh, we all know God intended it to be that way. But what are your thoughts here for that question today? And uh, if we're coming around that, Jeannie, uh, could Joseph have missed out on the elevation to 2IC had he not been mindful, had he not been focused uh, on what God had instead of just uh, being in his own pity party? I would agree with the 88% uh, of, of, of the respondents, uh, Neil, because um, Joseph wasn't out to, to get elevated. He had a vision. He was unwise in his youth, but he had to trust God for each dark period of his life. And I think it seems like he found joy in, even in the midst of his circumstances. That's why he was over Potiphar's household and then he was over uh, 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 you know, helping the prison warden and then finally Pharaoh. Um, his was uh, uh, the type of ambition where he in, he improved himself each part of the way. Now, had he said no and he was all about himself and he had a slave mentality, he probably would have died a slave. Or if he were to be ambitious for for himself, he probably would have missed some of the opportunities that God showed him um, because he hadn't done it before. Let's say he didn't interpret those dreams for the 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 the, the, the two of uh, uh, um, uh, Pharaoh's uh, uh, um, uh, household. He wouldn't have he would it would have been unlikely for him to appear in front of Pharaoh. Now. Would the Israelites still be saved? I believe so. I think that God would have, uh, could have, and would have appointed someone else if Joseph had not been faithful and followed God. So it's 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 not as if God's going to miss out or, or people are going to miss out because um, we're not obedient. But I think that we ourselves will miss out on God's best for us if we do not follow what 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 He set out for us to do. Wow. Okay. We are coming to a close in our conversation today, but a great conversation about taking those incremental steps that at some point or other you'll realize that you have made change. 
But those incremental steps important. And as we talk about the spirituality of all of that, bringing God into the circumstance, not leaving him out as you emerge from a place of hardship and what we've been calling a pity party, as you emerge from that, knowing that God is in the center, that those incremental steps that you take will lead on to something that will be a different direction for your future. And I know that there are so many in Australia right now who are needing to hear encouragement when it comes to where the direction is for their lives from this time forward. And our special guest this hour has been Jeannie Trudell. Uh, Jeannie is the President and CEO at Christian Heritage College in Brisbane. It's uh, one of the nation's great ministry training colleges, uh, but it trains teachers and trains people in social science. Uh, trains people in a whole lot of different areas. And uh, Jeannie, if you're looking for uh, somewhere to uh, to do some more study, to do some reskilling that we've been talking about, uh, I do want to suggest people check out the Christian Heritage College website, chc.edu.au, and you'll be able to look at uh, some of those courses there. Uh, Jeannie, is there anything there that can be an introduction for listeners uh, quickly today? Is that If they look at the CHC website, is there something you'd point people to? Uh, yes, thank you, Neil, for the opportunity. Uh, we have an open night coming up on August 11th. If you're interested in finding out how you can reskill and some uh, possibilities, uh, please uh, check out our website and we will we will be happy to to talk to you uh, and my prayer for each of each each of you is that you will hear god you will you would absolutely be graced with strength and peace as you explore and 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 stay strong for this for 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 this time and be an encouragement to others Okay, the website is chc.edu.au. There's an open night on August 11th. Uh, Dr. Jeannie Trudell. Uh, Jeannie, thank you so much for taking some time to share your thoughts about this issue of change and dealing with the challenges that come with the shock of what has hit Australia with COVID-19. Thank you so much for sharing your heart with us today on 2020. Thank you, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.